This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Dear Albie, very. This is a historic day. Historic. I am uh, here, number one. With with. Not only is it a shocking uh, appearance, but um, I had to beg for the appearance. My brother Christopher's here. Hello. Uh, and we have Bree with us today. Hello. Who we're introducing you guys to for the very first time, and we are very very excited to do that. Bree works at us where we're it's Studio B officially. This is the first show at the Berkeley Hotel. Um, I would say, okay, that's fine. Studio B. Studio B? What yeah, would you Because it was Studio MB before, and like it was kind of funny, and then it was like, now I guess B is fine for Berkeley. Would you say Berkeley? Uh, I was thinking BO. Buh? Like back office. Well, uh, Berkeley Oceanfront. Or the Berkeley Oceanfront. True. Or, or um, what is it? CR for conference room? Because we're in a conference room. We are in a conference room. And uh, we're down here at the, um, at the beautiful Oceanfront. Hotel that is to Berkeley. Wow. Chris was no, it's funny. I was watching Chris. We were just kind of like dining a, a drink right there as I was doing it. It was very, it was very nice. I don't usually see you in this role anymore. It's kind of throwing me off. I'm sorry, but we legit break back me up here. We legit just had to beg Chris because we're already on Urbano. Well, you, who I talked well, to. Don't don't act like and I'm, I feel like people listening to this are gonna be like, oh, come on, Chris, what's up with that? I'm sure you had this planned all day. You said Chris, come in here for a minute, and then there was just a podcast set up in here, and like I'm in my office doing my thing. And I'm working. Yeah. And I'm talking to my coworkers. And I'm like, well, you just like ran up on me with a podcast. You didn't give me any heads up or notice. I wasn't really ready. Um, I was hoping to go home in the next 20 minutes or so. Well, yeah, that was kind of the thing. <laughs> so, He's saying like he, like he had work to do. You were, I do have you were planning on leaving. Well, I do want to leave too, but I have work yeah, to do. Well, and I have to do that work at home probably. But the big thing uh, today is it is the very first official show here at the Berkeley. We got Urbano, who I talked up last week, that is going to be coming down. I described Urbano as a mix between you and Greg Bennett. Do you feel comfortable with that? Uh, Personality-wise. I don't know where the – I mean, he's kind of like Greg. Greg is a little bit more of like a – Greg to me is like kind of – is like a cat. Like if a cat spoke, that would be Greg. Like it's very like – perched from above and and kind of uh judgy in an entertaining way where urbano to me is more like 
Urbano's one of a kind. Yeah, like I don't know that you can compare him to even an animal. I was thinking an animal that can compare. If Greg is a cat, Urbano would be a. I don't even fucking Tasmanian devil. Like he's something. He's different. But Urbano, I guess if people, I had long car rides with Urbano for uh, the better part of half a year, and we um, we we talked a lot about. He's very. um, I don't think you're gonna even expect this, Al. Like because you get a lot of advice questions. He's Mm -hmm. very. prophetic like he, he'll he he's big into like words and wisdom and he'll give you quotes that you don't ex- people that you don't expect him to quote um so i like be ready for i think you'll expect a very different side of urbano than you see here because you get like impulse urbano yeah. and now you're asking like advice and it's like blind advice is just from strangers mm-hmm. does brie know like this is just a show about people cheating on their husbands and writing it into Al? well basically you know I, I actually brought this up to brie i asked if brie had actually uh listened to the show before and we have to give people a background on brie brie was one of the first people um here i think the first I'm at, employee number one. at the berkeley and you're also the first person i said you would be very very funny on the show and i brought it up so i didn't know if that's when she had started listening or she was listening before uh, just when you said you had a podcast, I went and listened to it mm. right away just because I wanted to see, like, what you were talking about. Nah. What you were doing, you know? <laughs> Who knows? You could have been, like, saying terrible things about all of us. And were you happy, though? Well, I mean, I, I, I really, you know, if I ever speak on the Berkeley, I talk very loving, lovingly about everybody here. I yeah. think. Anyway. Definitely. I just didn't know what it would be, and I wanted the inside scoop to what was going on in your head during all of this. Well, I'm excited. And, I mean, I guess we'll get Urbano down here at some point. Oh, wait, look at that. Wow. This is quite the segue. Urbano, we've been talking about you for the last five five. Urbano, I almost didn't have to do this at all because you were supposed to be here, and now I'm going to give you my seat because I want to go home soon. But um, I'll pop in whenever I'm in the mood to because now I'm like I'm here. But I feel like Urbano, um, this is the, the role he's wanted to play, so I'm going to step away. This is a big moment, ladies and gentlemen. Um, very, very, very big moment. Introducing for the oh, very first time. I have an idea. Sorry, go ahead, before Chris, I leave, go I'm ahead. holding the microphone in my hand like yeah. it's a concert. You also At can the do end that. Of this, people should write it in guess Bree's age. I think they'd be surprised. Okay. I like that competition. <laughs> first, um, Bree. Before we get into Urbano, I'm gonna let, let's make him wait in front of the microphone to see how long to <laughs> see how long it takes. I was gonna say friends to say anything and jump in. Why don't you tell everybody at home about yourself real quick? Um. I'm Brie. Uh, basically, that's all I am. I do. I'm a jack of all trades, though. Really, I came here because I wanted to spend my summer by the beach, and then I ended up making a family, which was pretty cool. And uh, I'm also a writer, and that's pretty much sums up everything I do. I also write down everything Urbano says <laughs> because he just is too funny for me to handle. And would you? Who do you who do you like working with better, me or Chris? Ooh, that's an interesting question. But I'm. <laughs> it's always it's always different though because you each guide me through different things. Ooh. Like Albie was making the event plans. Chris is like showing me around the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> two things. You said two misleading things in under a minute. For one thing. That made it sound like I don't do anything around here. No, I know. The that's second thing finished. is you said you made a family this summer, and I feel like that's misleading as well because it sounds like you birthed people out of yourself to to make a family. Yes, literally. I birthed all of your employees <laughs> to make sure we would have a full staff this summer. I mean, somebody had to do it. But yes. It was big. Nice. But no, but Brie was legit. I, I believe she was employee one or one or two, something like that. But the man who interviewed you is sitting to your right. That is Urbano. Oh, yeah. Who is, you know, really just, just the... 
I, I don't even uh, Urbana just go ahead How would you describe yourself Say hello to everybody You've got a lot of build up on this show uh, I don't know if you know that yet I am the nipple on the tit Okay <laughs> Nipple the, on the uh, tit The hole in the uh, proverbial choach We've known Urbano a long time. <laughs> Urbano came from Hoboken. Yeah. Uh, still up there. And now here we are. We are we are basically life mates. Yes. Uh, we are sharing a soul, all of us. But, well. You know. Do you, you have any idea what the show is? None. You know anything about this show? He didn't even know you guys were talking about him last no, week. No. 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 And then you had I to follow you on the gram and I like it, but I don't, um, I don't know. The Instagram? It yeah. It's okay. This is, your, your, this is uh, potting my cherry. I am a, a podcast virgin. So am I. So do you so listen? Do you even do you listen to any kind of? Podcast? I do listen to a few podcasts. Do you really? Yeah. So you're just willfully skipping us. I, I don't listen to anybody else's show. Like yeah. one or two people like, like kind of like check two. in. Two. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Three, All right. Maybe. All right. That's fine. Podcasting is new for me. It's like Twitter. It's like Snapchat. The TikToks. Mm. So we we just answer questions down here. We're gonna go. We'll go nice and okay. easy. I'll give you guys a softball. Okay. Yeah. And then we'll kind of get into it. But we'll get into a rhythm. I threw this together last minute. Okay. Okay. We've got a lot going on. A guys. little bit. A lot. The first thing, really, to shout to everybody listening, um, the Halloween thing is out. We're doing a crazy Halloween uh, experience here. So much fun. 13 different rooms. It's keeping everybody very, very busy. So much fun. Um, it's uh, the asburyhaunting.com or the haunting at asbury.com. You would think I would have this like ready to go and flushed, right? But no, the um, it's up there. Uh, and we're all very, very excited that we are jumping in to such a very fun event here the haunting asbury.com tickets are up get your tickets ready set go um that it was the big thing today when i've got uh we also have a brunch party coming up on sunday and chris has brought this up a couple of times so the first dear albie was not really a dear albie question but i have a direction uh, direct this question at the two of you okay. uh so brunch is coming up we had a fashion show that came up not long ago in each of these things, Urbano seems to end up painted and dressed up as a something. So oh, yeah. I wanted, this, so I wanted like this really cool, I guess, performance of Urbano uh, coming out as a like a I said like a like a pharaoh or a, you know whatever, and like do like a dance performance thing in the middle of, uh, in the middle of the brunch, right? Okay. So Chris said to me, "Have you ever really thought about why you keep asking Urbano to dress up like all scantily clad and walk around the room all the time?" Because I'd like to be naked. No, he's saying, do you, do, do you, does he think I got some like, like, wh why is it always my idea? Oh, because I have a fat ass and thick thighs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all, I don't and know. I think everyone likes that little foreskin. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no? Chris, we're addressing whether or not, um, you know, because my idea is to have Urbano constantly dressed up in costume and running around uh, either the bars or the pool. I um, said it was because I had thick thighs, a fat ass, and a foreskin. <laughs> he, he he always wants to dress you in something, and it, it's bizarre. Not really. It's kind of appropriate. He's gonna do it I one way or the other. So I mean, you might as well work into the program. Yeah, it's I, just weird that he has these thoughts where he'll be like, "What do you think about being a pharaoh or like I'm a like, tin I, man, but I, naked?" I, I got it. I'm in yeah, it. I know I already, you're in, and that you're into it. It's just that he has the thoughts like privately somewhere that freaks not freaks me out, but it makes me say, "Hmm, hmm. just like that." But Urbano's like a fashionista, so you yeah. know that he's going to be able to pull off whatever you want him to be. Yeah. That's part of it. Plus the foreskin, and then it, it all works <laughs> out. <laughs> Leaving James. See, this, is gonna, this is another little interesting thing we're going to have with recording at the Berkeley. It's going to be a lot of the in and out. So yeah. there's a lot of things that are happening here. But so we, uh, we get some pretty wild questions asked here. Real quick, Al. I'm yeah, sorry, Chris. but I find it curious that in a 250-room facility, you pick the one room where other people work to try to find silence. 
Yeah, Mike, you got calls to make or anything? <laughs> There's a guy working. Like, you, I don't think you appropriately said the scene. There's a man working right next to you yeah. on, on spreadsheets. Yeah. He's being entertained. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's like it's like a like a, like a radio producer, but he has nothing to do with the show. Like, yeah, he's there. He's got screens in front of him. So yeah, yeah, you all right? You all right over there? Am I taking you, am I taking you from stuff, Mike? No, I'm good. You good? good. You all right? That's Mike over there. This is going to be, look, everyone, it's going it, to, it's all going to work out. We're going to edit this? this. Is this like just as it is? Should I not have said that, that I just break the fourth wall? <laughs> Yo, Arvano, <laughs> now he knows fourth wall. It's a whole thing. Uh, no, you're fine. You're fine. Okay. We, we, do have, we do have the, the editing power. You know, we'll right. get into it. But, you know, it's just about kind of getting into the flow of things. Okay. So the deal with this show is people write in questions. We answer them. Can't okay, wait. so this is people take very serious advice from this place. They really do. We got a bunch of nice little uh, letters here for the loyal listeners to the of the show that we all love so very much. Obviously, um, the typical crew is not here. Candace, Jules, everybody. We had a lot of really great messages thanking them for their advice in the past. Okay. Um, I'm going to wait to read some of that stuff. Um, but I got a couple questions here that are funny. Okay. That I thought were pretty good. Little softball stuff. We'll see how you guys do. And then if we like it, we'll make it to do with this. We'll do it more and more. Okay. So here we go. Dear Albie, first, I just wanted to say how much I love this podcast, especially loved last week's episode with your dad. Please have him on more often. Dad is something on this show. You should listen to those if you're going to listen to I got to go back. Anyway, my dilemma is I recently accepted a job as a high at a high school as a guidance counselor. I love getting to work with high school students and the school, but recently I've noticed that people do not take me seriously because of my age. I am 25, but could pass for 18 on days. I don't wear uh, makeup or dress up. I wear blazers to work and put my hair in hair clips most of the time. Just to look a little older, I've heard parents say I look young and will often get asked how much experience I have slash my age. That I can deal with. But I was really crushed when I was walking to my office and one faculty member said someone, to someone, she looks like a child. I feel very conscious of my appearance now, but don't know how else to prove to others that I am capable of my job. I also don't know what to say if someone is to make a comment like this again. I want to show that I, can be walked o- that I can't be walked over, but still keep a level of professionalism. Thank you in advance. Sincerely. Ms. Anonymous. P.S. An avid Halloween lover. Can't wait for the future ghost episode. Oh, Ooh. nice. Good to know. It is. Get your tickets. Yeah. Thehauntingasbury.com. Go That's on. Right. So what? So basically, basically, you just answer that. That's how it works. It, so it, it's, it's, it's a loaded question because I think there's a, a many layers at play here. I, I do think you have to dress the part. I don't think a blazer in itself is enough to really indicate like you're a power top. Well, yeah. gu- guidance counselor. <laughs> guidance counselor. Yeah. All right. Okay, but I, I mean, a blazer's okay, but mm-hmm. devoiding yourself of makeup and you know all of those things because you want people to take you seriously. I think people are going to take you seriously based on your actions. You can't really, in a short period of time, create this kind of persona that you think people are kind of judging you against. I think if you walk, I am six foot. And I walk into the room like I'm six foot, but in real life I am five eight ish. Well, you got it's, it's the so it's, it's the way exactly you hold swag. It's the swag. So I think you know presenting yourself in a way where you feel comfortable being comfortable. You know whether that's a blazer, whether that's lipstick. You know I worked with a woman, and she would always say, you know, put some rouge on. Obviously, she was a little older. Mm. Put some rouge on, put some lipstick on, and, and get yourself together before you enter a room. So if you come into the room. With the self-diagnosis that you know people are assuming you're a, you're a, a student, 
then that's how you're going to be perceived. But if you come in with a confidence level, like irregardless of how people perceive you, you are still mm. the kind of beacon of guidance. Do you guys think that? <laughs> let me let me let me put it this way. Now, uh-huh. you're kind of uh, you have this on the opposite end of the spectrum. But this is something that we talk about a lot, not being taken seriously by people that just kind of assume you're a certain way that don't know you very well. Oh my God, it okay? happens to me all the time because well, I have and, big tits. And, and, <laughs> and Brie, people were, Chris was saying before, he was saying, guess how old you are. Do you, ha- yeah. do you run into this? Um, no, because I think that I'm, I think I look a little bit older than I actually am sometimes. And I act, I definitely act older than I am sometimes. And I think it definitely, like you have to, perceive yourself as an older mm-hmm. person and put yourself in the mindset of somebody who you see acting more professionally or acting getting more respect because of who they are and you have to you have to just like show the world who you are and not even think about age or anything like that do you think so like we we've heard some when when now we were, we're all in the service industry we've mm-hmm. heard some like like people get nasty in the service industry now you're a guidance counselor now, the first thing for me however you look to me, it's a whatever. I, I don't want to get like all up in a tizzy, especially when you're supposed to be providing guidance to everybody yeah. else in that place, that you can have something so small and so little like throw you off. That's the first thing. I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily get all, you know, worked up over that whole thing. But at the same time, you know, if it's, you know, you still have the job. So if you're saying, hey, I'm not getting a promotion because of this or whatever. Number one, that might just be in your head. Yeah. You know, you got to make sure these things are real. That's the printer <laughs> going off. It, yeah. it is, and you know, we'll get into like a different room soon. But, um, you know, the, y- it's just the type of thing where I wouldn't, you know, you don't want to judge a book by its cover. Number one, don't take it too serious. Number two, and number three, just lean in. I mean, you, you've worn, you wear bananas a yeah. lot of the time. L- literally, yeah. you're covered in bananas sometimes yeah. when you walk around. Are we talking about? No, you personally. Physical, metaphysical, metaphorical. What are we, who's no, bananas? Oh, oh, my jack. Oh, <laughs> the yeah. jacks are they have bananas on. No. Uh, yeah. Plus, make it work for you. I mean, if you can use the fact that you are younger in appearance to really a- appeal to the student, the yeah. student may feel comfortable with you because they feel like you can relate to them because of the TikToks or the the Snapchats or whatever it is that you MySpace. No. No. I God. just dated myself. Right. There's yeah. no more MySpace. But I remember you, MySpace. Did yeah. you have? Did you have a song? Uh, I had run it, Chris Brown. Good for you, right? That's a good song, right? Yeah. yeah in college, too, that like had just came out. It was hot. It was, it was hot. like, yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't have a um, MySpace, but you didn't have a MySpace. Not really. I could, no, no, doesn't really get me. But I'm kind of shocked by that. You shouldn't be. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. I, you know, I guess when that came out, you were probably a little bit like I was did you, an adult. Did, yeah. Did you say to yourself like I'm too old for that? And it was it was something that was new. It was un, I wasn't really kind of familiar with the whole workings. It just seemed like a lot of work and all the uploading and the coding and the this yeah. is my song and all of that. It's like I, I and that I was don't the first care. real yeah. social media. Like nobody yeah. knew where that was going to go. No, it's like dark hole that we've gone down now. Yeah. Do you have a Brie? What do you have? Do you have like TikTok? Well, I, we know you're on the gram. I don't have TikTok because mm-hmm. I just don't understand it. I know Urbano always asks me why people are just yeah, doing it, things with their hands. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's it's like upper weird. body dancing only. It's like cheerleading gone wild. I don't really. It's just, it's boring. And they're just pointing to pop-up things. Yeah. It's really, it's really weirding me out to be know, honest. It's just strange. I don't know. And there's like a lot of people who act like babies on there, like on purpose to be like trendy. No, what do you mean? Like, like. Fi- they'll just, they'll just make these baby faces uh-huh. all the time and they'll just like. Say words that are weird. I don't even know don't how even to explain know. it. Yeah, but so. it's a weird fad. Do you call me fat? 
fad fad oh, so I you don't think it's here to stay then because it looks like the Instagram, like, are people taking, is Instagram doing videos that look like that? Or are yes. people taking their TikTok and they putting have, it on Instagram? Now on Instagram, they have reels, which is, like, pretty much the same thing as TikTok. I was confused by that, but I just didn't know what it was. So everything's getting it. way too advanced. Instagram was just supposed to be post-picture. Someone likes it. No one likes it. Yeah. It's over. Men from the Middle East message you. Yes. No? Just me? Do you get that? Do you get tons? That? Do you really? So many. Tons also. Tons. So, so let's let's and then they follow me on the Facebook and they try to like send me messages. <laughs> and so what what video uh, me. what is, have people asked you like 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 they're just saying what they're trying to sugar daddy a little bit or what are they doing? I don't know. I I I I, I don't really entertain it, but sometimes I get these really strange videos, or I get calls, or I get like these video messages from like a a desert prairie of this one guy like naked. Yeah, fondling. people are crazy know. with the naked pictures they will send. Yeah. On they Instagram just send send a naked picture. Random people yeah. they don't know. Yeah. So it's just a, like, is it like a uh, like a uh, uh, an egg account where it's like there's not a, or it's like a normal person, a real thing. I, I, I don't. I don't know. Or like just know. like somebody's fake stuff. Like is it somebody like catfishing you? you th- or is it m- hopefully? Like, I don't know. I don't I think know. Just, I think some people just make a ton of accounts and just message all of these people and do whatever they want, and it's not like really connected to their lives. A couple are real. No, I have a couple of real ones. Yeah, definitely. it's a little. It's a little like, hi, bro. It's like it's fine, thanks, but I'm not really. It's like, how did you find me? Yeah, I'm not going to like. <laughs> I don't even know where you are, and I can't really get there. So, great ass, <laughs> but I can't anywhere. really do anything. So with you know, it, it's so weird. Know. What's weird is so like you know when so Brie right. I imagine obviously like like because I've had believe it or not I will get randomly a guy just sending a video like at this point you know. Nice. You'd learn not to even open it yeah. after oh. a little while. But exactly. I'm curious. But as a guy, right? If a girl is like, you know, when when you're dating or whatever, and a girl's sending you pictures and this, that, whatever, that's kind of like, you know, you're you're kind of going for that at some point in the relationship. Courting, on, I guess. Yeah. Right? As a guy dating guys, you, mm-hmm. in your case, Urbano. Men don't date. But I feel, so but that's what I'm saying. Do they go right to the picture thing? And like, because oh, all yeah. I've heard yeah, from yeah, girls, yeah, yeah. every... All, I I cannot I cannot with zero exaggeration. I can't even remember being in a relationship where that's been requested of me. A dick pic? Yeah. Well, because you're I don't famous think and guys, handsome. I no, think, but I don't no. think guys. I don't think. I, no, but, girls don't want dick pics. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Girls don't want it. Period. No, no. You don't want to see a guy's balls on camera. Absolutely not. No? That's literally the last thing I want. Mike, to see. do you want to see a guy's balls on camera? No, I really. So it's not anything. Why I, do the balls get no love? Like I just think. Well, th- th- this is my this is my point. They're the though. cradle of life. The balls are the female ovaries just outside. It's just not it, a good look. They taste good. And they oh my god, <laughs> and they don't and they don't. They but I don't see how they would photograph well in such a. You know it's you know it's good to to uh, to mention. Mike is our compliance <laughs> officer. <laughs> and this is a really so this I probably should have run this by you. I mean, from compliance and liability standpoint, are, are we uh, we're okay? Yeah. Are we good? Okay. So, but I mean, you don't like I I don't just I, I've heard this from many females. I talk to to Chels about this often. I don't think that from the girl's point of view, you're just never really trying to see anything. So there's really nothing physically I think you could send. Where it's like, oh hey, you know, I'm in like I'm I'm into that. That's like not something you could. That you wouldn't want to post regularly. Like a guy's gonna, you know, if it's like, oh, if a guy's in shape, he's gonna post a picture of himself on the beach, whatever. You might just scroll through that and see it. Okay. But if I see a guy on the gram and all he has is nude pictures or like clothesless pictures, I think he's gay. 
Is that so? Just like a, like a guy, a guy in shape that's just constantly like, posting pictures of him in states of undress. I think mm. he, I think he, it, it, I don't know because I I only have a homosexual eye, so I don't really know what a female's eye is looking for. But Bree, if a guy's constantly naked on his gram, do you think? Yeah. Do you think he's uh, flirting the line? Yeah, I think so, definitely. But I mean, if a guy's like in shape though, and he's always doing that, like, do you think that you know maybe he's just kind of trying think to that's like gross? First of all. Like, uh, is it, are you it, talking it, about my pictures? It's not. No, a, it's not no. a thirst <laughs> trap because you do post pictures like that. I do. Yeah, but it's different. Yeah, I think they're funny, but I yeah, don't they're know. like funny and like yeah. playful. But some guys like post pictures to be so serious, mm-hmm. and that's when it like crosses a weird line when you're like, I think you might love yourself a little too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me to be comfortable with yeah. pursuing you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, Urbano, like, so but now on the other aspect of that in the gay world. Do you will you do you straight up want dick pics? No, I don't. I have one. I or is it like I've seen? I you, listen. You seen one? You kind of seen. I mean, sometimes you're surprised. Like wow, <laughs> you know what I mean. And that could go either time. way. It could go wow or wow or oh how long, oh like how long have you had that? Or, Remember the angry oh, red ones? poor thing, angry red ones, little snossage ones. Like it's all, it's all different. And as long as I don't know, it works. I guess it's important, but I don't really care maybe that's why i'm uh single though because mm-hmm. i don't want a dick pic nor do i send dick pics mm-hmm. but i mean sometimes girls do want them if it's been too long and you haven't seen it yet mm-hmm. you don't want to get too deep yeah but a picture can be very <laughs> deceiving because depending that's on true. the angle a four can look like an eight this is fair you can also just look one up online and yeah like if you if I, I would oh assume. my god sorry <laughs> but somebody just sent me a picture of somebody using my torso on grinder I was kind of uh, flattered. You should be, but also, also, how like, do you know what your tor- why? Because I have tattoos, tattoos and the necklace. This has happened mm. to me also, Urbano. And someone sent me a picture, like I think somebody's using your body, which is like hot. And then I'm like, oh my god, is it like a creepy old man? Could be anybody. Yeah, but then he's like bareback bottom. I'm like, I'm not a bareback bottom. At least <laughs> get it right. Sorry, I digress. <laughs> so you're upset. You're more. You're well, more yeah. I just thought of like catfishing, and then you're I yeah. realized that I. Um... Yeah, people literally have profiles of me, and people will send them to me and be like, "This is somebody using all of your pictures," and then I'll message them and be like, "That's me," and they're like, "You wish," and I'm like, "No, actually me." <laughs> you wish. <laughs> and I'm like, "No, that's me." <laughs> it's that's just very weird. Funny. Like someone's in their room doing that. Yeah, so that's why I don't send dick pics because you know. I just don't have tattoos, and it's just like it's. I don't you know, don't know where that's going to end plus up. Plus, I'm of a certain age. I guess when you're in your 20s and you want to send a dick pic ahead, but I'm in my 40s. It's. Mm-hmm. I always remember this quote from Cindy Crawford: "Just because you can doesn't mean you should." When you're <laughs> of a certain age, that's a good one. You know, and it's kind of like <laughs> you can send a dick pic, but you're f- like, it's like Madonna. Like no one wants to see her like dry humping a stage. It's like no. no one cares. You're gonna break a hip. Dust yeah. is gonna come out. Right, you know what I mean? Like, I I, no, 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 I, I got you. Yeah, I had, a, I, I got caught up. I was visualizing the breaking of the hip. Yeah, and <laughs> really no one wants to see that, but like a Mentally. nice juicy wop, and it's like, oh, but when you think of wop, you think of someone in their twenties, yeah, thirties yeah. even. Well, we then move- it's a wrinkly ass pussy <laughs> if it's in the forties. <laughs> we will move on. We will move Sorry. on. Compliance and liability is getting upset. Dear Alvy, <laughs> Jules, Candace, and crew, we're just kind of in the crew thick. Um, my question for you guys is how to deal with selfish people in a family. I have a cousin who is so selfish sometimes it takes everything not to say something to her. I love her and we get along, but she is always thinking of herself first and only really contacts us when she needs something. Her own parents even call her selfish. 
She's a freshman in college right now and wants to come back here for Thanksgiving and stay with us. But with coronavirus, my entire family doesn't feel too keen on her coming back here. Her family moved to Washington, D.C., and she goes to school down there, but she still has friends back here in Connecticut she wants to see. We know she's going to go out the night before Thanksgiving with friends. We know she doesn't social distance at school. She posts herself at parties all the time. And we know we can't stop her because she's an adult now. We're afraid of, of saying anything and hurting her feelings, or worse, hurting her parents' feelings. But at the same time, we want to make sure our grandparents and family members with health, health issues are safe. We've all been so careful about this virus, and we know she hasn't been. What would you guys do, at, and what do you think family members are going to do this holiday season with the virus? Love you guys. You make my commutes so much better. Signed, Conflicted Cousin. Conflicted Cousin. I get that. I get the confliction. But I think you can't be scared of hurting her feelings. You and need I, to be straight up and just tell her what you're feeling because it's your house, you know? Well, you can't. Plus, I think those are two separate issues. There's the selfishness and then there's the corona. Is it? Are you more concerned with the corona or is she selfish and she's going to bring corona or is she just selfish? Is it the social distancing? I think there's, a, you know, I like to find the least common denominator and kind of stick to it. But to say, oh, the bitch is selfish and wants all the M&Ms, and because of that, she's going to cough on me and give me corona, I think that's a different conflict. You know what I'm saying? So I think you have to kind of extrapolate. Well, I mean, you got to kind of – there's going to be a lot of this, I think. There are some people that are just kind of really freaked out about their cousins being away to college and or being wherever they were and gathering, you know, in Thanksgiving. First thing I would say is, number one, you got some time. You know, there's another month. Or so until Thanksgiving. And number two, you know, she can get tested if she wants to come down and all that stuff. But what you're talking a lot about, she's going directly to say, hey, she's selfish because she wants to come here. I don't think that's necessarily selfish in and of itself. I think she's going to want to, I mean, if you were like, hey, get tested before you come. And she's like, oh, hell no, I'm not going to do that. That would be selfish. That I would understand, you know, but I don't know. I'm not really like, I haven't, I haven't seen um, my grandmother a ton uh, since this whole thing. But I, I can't say that I'm doing that necessarily like on purpose, but I'll always kind of be cautious and whatever mm-hmm. around, you know, around people that would, would probably be a little bit more, uh, you know, um, susceptible to the whole thing. Right? Me and Bree are clicking right now. Sus- we, yeah. we pick sus- susceptible, susceptible, <laughs> susceptible. <laughs> yeah, I think it just depends. I think if you're honest and you just... Talk, you know, listen, plus, I think fear is a huge kind of obstacle that everyone needs to kind of grapple with. You know, it's so easy to kind of base your life in fear and put up these walls and these rules and and create these kind of codes for yourself to live by. But I think, you know, I I am someone who deals with people um, and I wear a mask and I wear gloves and I sometimes try to wear condoms, but shit happens and you know you're exposed to all kinds of things and so do I isolate myself do I not see my family do I see my family you know you try to be safe wash your hands cough you know with a mask on but other than that you just got to do your best Brie have you been uh like like do you run into this type of thing with your fam and stuff do you stay away from people what's your like what's the play for you guys in holidays um well my grandparents are kind of like they're at the point where they're like, we'd rather hang out with you and spend time with you than like waste this time that we could potentially get a virus type of thing. Cause mm-hmm. they're getting older. Like they want to see us on the holidays and our lives are getting busier. 
but there hasn't we've had a few family get togethers and there have been a few people in my family who haven't come or left early because they just didn't feel comfortable with everyone being around but everyone's really being pretty good about it like if they don't feel comfortable they'll leave won't start a problem or they just won't come at all that's it and if there's any ever any problems like it's kind of like everyone can always find a safe place to go but there really haven't been any problems with that so you kind of it blends into the next question we had an interesting one just kind of on the instagram dear albie my boyfriend and i have been dating for five and a half months when i so i'm trying to backtrack that i mean that would basically be um may yeah, like April, May, right? Yeah. Okay. Maybe March. I don't know if I can count. We'll see. Depends. No. Oh, but, uh, no. Sorry, sorry. I got this. I got this like eight weeks ago. All oh. right. So now we're 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 way back. So five and a half months from this thing would have been Seven late January, February, yeah. uh, from where this is. My boyfriend and I have been dating for five and a half months, and now with COVID and everything going on, we have not seen each other since quarantine began. We've been talking on the phone. We had a really great relationship going into it. See each other constantly. But lately, when I try and ask to get together, he is completely against it. And he says he has uh, the immune immunodeficient. Why did I struggle with that one? He has family members that are immunodeficient and does not want to subject them to any outside potential corona. He's fucking someone else because ain't no man going to pass up any kind of pussy. For a fucking virus. It goes on. She oh, says, she says, so she says, listen, uh, she, she goes, uh, he has family that is immunodeficient and has not left the house. Seriously, though, he has not left the house. I tried texting him. I talked to his friends and everyone's saying the same thing. He is quite literally fear stricken to go outside and has stayed in. I now think this is getting a bit ridiculous, Do I, and I kind of want to break up with him. Do I end this, or do I respect his wishes and just understand that he's trying to look out for his family? Leave him a note outside his door. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask right. And I when got, he gets it, that's when he'll get it. I wonder what she did, <laughs> like, you guys. Yeah, yeah like, like this is a while ago. ago. How big is his dick that she's willing to wait? I don't know. Jeez. For all those months. Wow, you're going gonna to hit him up? But no, if you, <laughs> he's too scared. He's at home. Fuck that. You'll know where to find him. Yeah, <laughs> jerk off on the other well, side of the you, window. I mean, it's like girl. Now, that, now, hold, now hold on now, right? If this now like you, let's say you've got somebody, you're dating somebody, right? Mm-hmm. You're really, really into them. Mm-hmm. Okay, Corona comes, mm-hmm. and they are just like trying to live the bubble boy life. They are not trying to contact anybody, and you're going for this long. Is this a problem? Do you pull yes. the plug? Yes. <laughs> Life's too short. Unless you were like madly in love with this person, but it sounds like they only dated for like a month before the quarantine started. Romeo and Juliet killed themselves they... from opposing fucking families, bro. <laughs> I'm sure there was a fucking pandemic going on then. Yeah. Everybody was always dying Everyone at twelve. De- you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, girl, get it together. Everyone you have to dead. have again. Fear will cripple you. You have to take some some chances, especially if if, if not for anything, for fucking love. Yeah. If you're going to wait online at fucking Trader Joe's for some fucking cookies because I fucking love them, I'm definitely going to your house to get some ass. Yeah. And even if, why couldn't just don't call he, for like, me. come stay with her or something? He's if also he wanted to quarantine away. Yeah. From his yeah. Well, he's also saying that it's not him. It's it's his family. So if he could leave. Oh, girl. But if he's really not leaving, if, if she's talking to his friends and his friends are saying the well, same thing, he's really not, not leaving. Leave your house, bro? I don't know. I, I, didn't, I didn't get that far. Like, what do you do? I didn't get that far. Well, send, what was her name? Uh, that's the thing here We don't typically get into the real names What was the, the fake name? She didn't give a fake name oh. So I don't know what she wants me to say Listen, closed coochie corona This is what we're going to tell you mm-hmm. Get a note 
from his doctor saying um, that he has all these issues. And if you're willing to take a fucking note, then you should um, reevaluate your life. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's stupid. No, yeah. It's a lot. That, that, that is a big, that is a big change. That is a very big. well be lying. And you want somebody, I would think. Yeah. You don't want Captain Save-A-Ho. Like, you don't have to come rescue me. But take a fucking chance. Like, meet me outside after dark. Like, smoke a blunt Get with me outside the police air, station. You know? Something. Well, I, got hit, I got hit with another one. <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of like the polar opposite. Now, honestly, I think, I think for her saying, to answer the question directly, that is it wrong if she breaks up with him? No. no it's I don't think wrong. it's wrong that you break up with him. However... You know, it does seem like the guy, if you really care about him, then stick it out. Because it does seem like the guy is just trying to back up his family. And she sounds like Until how long, though? But for how long? Yeah, so you can do it forever. You gotta, is she staying in the house? Her own. I, I mean, I guess. So, so, you know, she ain't I mean, come on. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's just too much. It's just too much. You got to go outside. You need some fresh air, yeah, vitamin D. Go for a walk. You could socially distance yourself yeah. from the world and, and still get some, like, stand six feet apart and we'll blow air kisses at not, least. She's saying he, he's legit not leaving his house. Yeah, then he has some other issues. He, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because he's fear stricken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go cuddle with grandma. See you later. We got one more, real quick, on the opposite side. You guys having, uh, you guys having a good time so far? No. Yeah. I got, I got one more <laughs> on the opposite side of the spectrum. This actually just kind of came in. Um, this came to me personally. Oh, shit. Uh, which doesn't often happen. But just kind of kind of slid in the, o- the opposite direction. Around? So they said, Dear Albie, uh, my boyfriend and I recently went to church together. Okay. We were having a nice time just sitting down in the pew, and he was just grabbing my hand casually. As we were leaving, he went, pulled my hand, and he went towards the bathroom. He asked me if I wanted to go inside. Perfect time for the printer. This is just, you know. He asked me if I wanted to go inside. I replied, are you sick? I said, are you feeling okay? He said, yeah, I just want to bring you in. Just come with me. I just want to bring you back here. And I realized he was trying to do the you know what. Now, we are in, in all capital letters, in church. Not to mention his family was with us just a few pews back. And we know plenty of people that go to, I guess, the same church. Um, I don't want to say the name of that. Them yeah, the thing. Yeah, yeah. So we know plenty of family that are all, uh, plenty of other friends and family that go to this church. I said, "Are you absolutely insane? Let's go. We're leaving." We get into the car, and he full on was trying to get it in in the car. I was like, "Dude, are you nuts? Let's just get out of here. Let's go back to your place, and then we can discuss this." Then he got into a complete fit and was extremely upset with me. The entire ride home was completely awkward, and by the time we got back to my place, he didn't even want to go near each other. <gasps> He was insanely pissed, and honestly, I think it was childish. We got into a huge fight. I went home, and honestly, I came down, talked to my friends, and this was one of the first emails I had to write. Wow. Now, in fairness, it's not an email. It's actually an Instagram DM, but that's fine. Uh, So I'm dying to know, what do you think? Is this rational? Should he have been this upset? Is it weird for me to be upset at him? Is this just a really cool thing that he wanted to do, and I should have rolled with it? Am I being a little bit prude? What's the deal? Appreciate any advice and didn't give a fake name. But this is where we are. I have a few angles on this. Hit me. Okay, so I think that maybe on one side of me, the the devil on my shoulder is saying that she should have just gone with it and like <laughs> had some fun, you know, like maybe you hated it, maybe it was a bad idea, whatever, maybe felt weird about it afterwards. At which point in the in the in the bathroom or in the in the car? Uh, see the bathroom like church bathrooms are not nice they're, they're like kids who go to CCD yeah. and stuff who are like throw cupcakes on the walls not a nice place but, 
I guess if maybe they had a private a private bathroom or something, or the car the car is weird because then there's gonna be people walking out of the service. Yeah, like, I, don't, I don't know where. Maybe they're like parked somewhere I, different. But like I don't know. I would be pretty <laughs> for, for him. I'll tell you what though, for him to be pissed is weird. Yeah, that's weird. And that's I don't think I she say. should do anything. Like I don't think she should do anything that's gonna make her feel like she's doing something like wrong. Guilty. A sexual encounter should be enjoyable for both people. Yeah. And both people should be excited by what they're doing, whether it's in a car, in a bed, in a church pew, Trader Joe's, whatever you're doing. As long as you're both both into it and you're consensual, it's cool. But I think if you're going to be in a relationship with somebody and someone has a tantrum because they don't get their way, Especially when it's coming to something sexual, that's not okay. Especially when it's coming sexual from the other person. Yeah, that's like, like a, you can't like that's that it's in itself. Yeah, it's been and it's cruel. It is. It's cruel. I think it's kind and of it sets like a bad precedent for like the whole like well, sexual you, health of the relationship. Well, the fact that she's so conflicted that she feels that should she have done it, like you should never yeah. do anything ever for no dick that yeah. goes against any form of principle that you have. Yeah, I mean, I think like the guy freaking out to me is a little bit weird. You know, not even a little bit weird, a lot of bit weird. Because well, that's like, what makes it seem as if there's a different. I think, like you know, and and I think you know, she's kind of going on this thing where I guess he's trying to be like adventurous and whatever. That just to me is not where you'd be adventurous. You know, you want to try and mess yeah. around in the the uh, dressing room at an Abercrombie, good for you, okay? Yeah. But this I mean, is listen, like not the same thing. She sounds sweet. The fact that she's even considering his perspective lets her let you know what kind of relationship she's in, and yeah, the fact that but, he's not even considering it. Yeah. No thanks. No thanks. No thanks. Yeah, he should date the selfish girl that's going to um, give everyone corona. Yeah, they'd be good Th- We should set them up. <laughs> we should do that. Yeah. They'd have so much fun in the church. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, guys, this is this is the show. Oh, wow. Thank you. What would you think, Urbana? It was fun. It is fun. I feel like I fucked up, but I don't remember. Fucked up how? <laughs> I don't know. Everything happened so fast. Yeah, I don't remember where I was at. Who knows? It's a good time. We'll get into it more. We're going to yeah. get into a room that maybe doesn't have as much background stuff going on in it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We'll all adjust. I like the questions, though. We'll some all adjust. More. Yeah. Yeah, I love you know? the questions. Hit us up with some more. Uh, we got so many people at this place to introduce you to. So many yeah. things that we're doing here to tell you guys about. Yeah, so much fun. Come Halloween, we'll all be here. Yeah. Yes. Um, And uh, keep sending the questions. DRLBMailBlack at gmail.com. Shout out to, uh, so you guys don't know Jules, but Jules will probably be coming down here, which is going to be a lot of fun. Okay. Um, Because that is somebody we 100% cannot do the show without. Shout out, Jules. And, um, but that's that. But I thank you guys for coming. All right. This Thanks is nice. For us. Uh, we're going to sign off. Um, uh, Signing off. Logging yeah. off. <laughs> Love you. Uh, light. And uh, God bless. You guys have nice radio voices. Right? You do. We could do some ASMR. Yeah. I keep trying to smell this mic to see if anyone was. No, it's brand new. No, yeah, yeah. It smells brand new. Actually. Yeah, it's brand yeah. new. It's like when you used to play Sing It. I don't know. What is a Sing It? Oh, my God. It's on Wii. You would sing along to songs and see if you could hit the notes. You try no. to like stay in your range. Really? Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, and these were the exact microphones. <laughs> well, so try to guess my age. Yes, and guess, guess my age. age guess too. guess no. Bree's age. You guess her bonus age. That'd be fun. Well, you kind of you kind of gave everybody a little bit. I said it was old. Yeah. Anyway, all right, guys. Catch you later. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.